The US is facing its highest inflation rates in over 40 years. As a result, the Federal Reserve hiked interest rates 75 basis points, and this is on top of the 50 basis point hike that they announced just last month. Now this probably won't be the end of those interest rates being hiked. This can continue into 2023. But one thing that is almost guaranteed is getting paid monthly dividend checks from well-established companies. These are companies that offer recession-proof goods and services and are able to send us a portion of their earnings every quarter and in some cases every single month. This is cold hard cash that we can pay for our living expenses. So while I can't predict what Uncle Jerome, Uncle Joey, Uncle Scotus, Uncle Vlad, or Sister Wokeness what they might do, I can't predict it, but I can rely on my dividend income. In today's video, I'll share exactly how much each of the companies I own paid me last month. But first, let's take a look at the companies that gave us pay raises by raising their dividend in the month of May. Now, if you thought oil prices were high, well, don't try riding a Union Pacific train because they don't take passengers. But they will give you a 10.2% dividend raise, and that's slightly above inflation these days. Chubb, the insurance company, they raised their dividend for the 29th straight year, giving a modest 3.7% raise. Another dividend aristocrat in Medtronic, they raised their dividend 8%. Medtronic is the healthcare equipment making company and they're slowly making us millionaires with these dividend checks. Now if you weren't impressed with the dividend hikes that these companies just gave, just wait till you hear about what Lowe's did. They raised their dividend 31.3%. Imagine if your boss came up to you and said they're raising your pay by 30%. That's what most companies increase in a five-year period, and Lowe's did that overnight. That's absolutely amazing, considering Lowe's five-year CAGR is 18%. But let's get into the actual reason why you clicked on this video, and that's to see all the dividends that I got paid in May of 2022. So starting off here, we have AT&T, and they paid me $4.16. This is a position in my portfolio that's just hanging on by a thread. I know a lot of people sold this company when they announced their little spinoff, but at least the dividend is still pretty high yielding, but definitely a candidate to sell if I ever needed the money. Now, after AT&T, we have General Mills, and they paid me $2.04. So we just heard this past week that Kellogg's, another cereal company, is being split into different companies. I don't see that in the horizon for General Mills, but General Mills is definitely a huge competitor of Kellogg's, and that's going to impact their business. So after General Mills, we have J.P. Morgan Chase, paying me $17 this past quarter. This is another position that I've just been buying into, buying more shares, accumulating more money, which will allow me to accumulate more in dividends every single quarter. So this time it was $17, but next time buy, it's gonna be across that $20 mark. After one of the biggest banks in the world, we have Lowe's, which we just talked about them with their amazing 31% dividend raise. Lowe's paid me $3.57. Now Lowe's is one of the newer positions into my portfolio, but they are a fantastic 
home improvement hardware chain. This is where I just spent over $300 buying paint and paint accessories for my home. So in a way, this is like getting a small little rebate for all of the money that I gave Lowe's. After Lowe's, we have Jeppy, another JP Morgan product here. They paid me $11.23. This is of course an ETF that buys many blue chip dividend companies and then does options trading on top of that. So the amount that they distribute every single month is gonna be dependent on how much money premiums are going for. So we're gonna see more of that in some of the other income ETFs I hold, but as we continue on here, we have MasterCard paying me $4.90. MasterCard is not a position I've been adding to for quite some time. They just seem to be moving very stagnant and of course it's not a very big dividend paying company, so expect that to continue on for the foreseeable future. Looming recession probably means people won't be swiping their cards as much, at least it shouldn't in theory, but you never know with most people's poor financial <laughs> decisions there. After MasterCard, we have Apple, A-A-P-L, they paid me $9.20. This is another company that I enabled Drip on, so that every single quarter, my dividends from Apple is gonna go into buying more shares of Apple, and in turn, that's gonna to continue to raise that quarterly dividend income. Largest company in the world in Apple. Feel very safe holding onto this company for years to come. Now, after Apple, we have Costco paying me $2.70. Costco makes so much money with its monthly membership dues. That's basically like reoccurring revenue. Costco's renewal rate is over 90%. So that's consistent income as long as they can keep attracting new customers, which they definitely should be able to. After Costco, we have OA, realty income, not reality. And they paid me $6.97, which went back into reinvesting into more shares of OA, realty income, not reality. So every month, companies are writing checks to realty income for allowing them to use their facilities. O is a landlord and their customers are their tenants and they've been doing so well ever since their inception. It definitely beats traditional real estate and having to worry about all the problems that tenants cause. So after O, we have Abby, the pharmaceutical company that paid me $18.33. So might have to just buy another share or two of this gigantic pharmaceutical company. That way I can cross that $20 threshold. After ABBV, we have Procter & Gamble paying me $5.48. So recently bought more shares of P&G. Talk about recession-proof stock. P&G has so many essentials, chills all over the shelves, soap, diapers, uh, Tide Pods, everything that we'll definitely need in a recession. People are still gonna buy P&G products. After Procter & Gamble, we have Nucy, another income ETF, which has just done horrible these past couple months. I'm down well over 20% on this position, something that is uh, something that I definitely was not anticipating uh, buying into my Nucy position. I mean, getting paid those gigantic monthly dividend payments, you know, that's great, but it doesn't mean that much if your capital appreciation is going down as much as Nucy has uh, this year. So after Nucy, we have Starbucks paying me $11.42. I just have to say that I've been doing a lot of travel for work recently. Every morning we always wake up and go straight to Starbucks to start off the day. And every time I'm there, 
The Starbucks is absolutely popping. There's cars all around the store, people lining up to start off their day with Starbucks. And every airport I go to, it doesn't seem to matter where it is, the line for Starbucks is always the longest out of, out of any other store there. So Starbucks, $11.42, another company I've been buying a lot of in 2022. And after Starbucks, we have QYield. This is the GlobalX NASDAQ 100 cover calls income ETF. They pay me $18.74. So that's a little bit lower than what they've been historically paying. I also got paid 88 cents from XYield, which I'm keeping in my retirement account. This is newly rolled over money from my 401k when I transferred jobs earlier this year. So I'm just going to continue to build out that X-Yield position slowly, just continue to buy more and more shares and just have that dividend income increase with these income ETFs. Great place to put them is in my retirement account. Altogether, I had 14 separate companies pay me $114.13, which is a 37.3% increase from last year when I made just $83.10. So I had a pretty modest increase for my monthly dividend average up to $170.79 now, which is up only 61 cents from last month. And my quarterly average is now $512.37, which is up $1.84 from last month. So month over month, those aren't giant increases. And this is primarily because I just haven't been buying as many companies that pay in this tranche. And also, even though I put in close to $500 every week into the stock market, I also buy a lot of companies that don't pay dividends, or if they do pay dividends, they're very small in the dividend yield that they pay out. But the most important thing to keep in perspective is that the dividend amount didn't decrease. Despite how rocky the economy has been this year, I'm still making more in dividend income, which I can use to pay my bills. Now, I'm still probably making more money going to the bathroom at work these days, but every month I'm getting closer to reaching financial freedom. Now, I want to hear about what companies paid you the most in dividends this past month in the comments below. These videos do take a lot of time for me to put together, so make sure you hit that like button and are subscribed for more portfolio updates. As always, my videos are found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy stash in the collect cash you later